Hello and a very warm welcome to the very first episode of Only Wearing Worn. My name is Jen and I am a huge second-hand advocate. I sell pre-loved clothing over on Instagram under the handle Pegs Preloved and I've been doing that since the beginning of the first lockdown back in 2020 and since then I've educated myself on the effects of fast fashion and I'm trying to live a more sustainable life. During this podcast series I will be speaking with second-hand influencers and sustainable businesses and getting to know their own personal journeys and stories into the wonderful world of pre-loved, vintage and slow fashion. I really hope it's going to be interesting and heartwarming and also hopefully will help others to ditch that fast fashion and to mooch on over to second hand where all the cool people are. My first guest is a gorgeous woman who I met on Instagram while being part of the pre-loved community and I'd just like to say if you're not part of this community you need to be as it's a very special circle to be a part of. My guest is someone I have personally grown to love and admire and I know many of you feel exactly the same as I do. She was recently crowned the winner of Thriftify's Next Top Sustainable Stylist Wow, that's a mouthful. (laughs) And my gosh, did she deserve it. She's totally unique and she wears all the vintage clothes that many of us wish we could get away with, but she just does it so effortlessly. It's Sarah from Rebel Rags Vintage. We're here. We're here. My first guest. My first ever guest. And it's you. Please tell us who you are. Uh, I am um, Rebel Rags Vintage. Um, we found each other on Instagram. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel honoured to be your first person on here. I just feel like such a ordinary person. <laughs> I feel very, you know. But yeah, I um, I sort of sell vintage on Instagram. I style vintage. I'm obsessed with secondhand pre-loved clothes and making it accessible for everyone and just making you feel kind of like it's possible, you know, to feel happy and cool and more yourself than ever by wearing um, secondhand, you know, without taking out the stigma, but also just making it fun. Yeah, definitely. And I remember when I first found you on Instagram, I was like, whoa, she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot Quite and I thought so. oh she you, you know you're so far away from what I from how I see myself but you're also at the point where I'd like to be for myself oh, yeah. in terms of you know your confidence and you're not caring and all that that lovely stuff so that and I think that's one of the reasons we love you so much because you just ooze it but you're just so good at it it's like it's just like it's natural to you isn't it it's the only thing I can do. Like, I literally have no talents, no profession, nothing. The only thing I can do is oh, be me. Like, oh. literally. No, but it's true. Like, like, I, like Jez said to me one day, he was like, if only you could get paid for, like, just being free and being yourself. You're like, I've always been kind of like this, like yeah. a free spirit. But at the same time, I, I never, like, I never push myself at work. I never push myself anywhere. Like, I always was very in my comfort zone, took the easiest route with everything. Mm-hmm. And then this just kind of happens, like, so naturally. Mm. Um, the only, like, just sharing my outfits. Every day I started sharing my outfits. Um, 
before I had Buster, like, um, and yeah, and it just kind of organically grew from that. But I always looked at you and I was like, wow, she's really good. And she's like, she's like serious about the planet. And I, I, I just need to get myself together. I don't know enough. Like, you know, we all feel, don't we, all the time, like we're not doing enough or not good enough or, you know, like total imposter syndrome all the time. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I'm the same as you. Like, I don't have any natural talent in anything. <laughs> Everyone always says to me, oh. yeah, but you really do. No, do, do, I used to hate the question. I don't know if you remember this question, like on a, on a, if you were filling out a job application and it'd always say, tell us your hobbies. And I'd be like, oh, oh God, I don't, don't have one. Oh my God, I'm so boring. Dressed. And then I'd have to be like, oh, I like going to the cinema. And I was like, is that, that's a hobby. I don't think that counts. Everyone, surely everyone likes going to cinema. I know, same film. I'm like, oh my god, art. I know, I know. And that's it. That's the thing. I've never been into anything except for this. You know what I mean? Like, and 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 whereas through my life it was like kind of oh, Sarah dresses really weird. You know, like oh, she's a bit weird. She's a bit funny. And and it was the one thing, the one constant, consistent thing I did was I just wore what I wanted and liked my own clothes and never looked like anyone else. And like it was, it's so weird because it's just intrinsically like who I am like and and that's the thing there's nothing else to me <laughs> like people are like oh but you know um what is it you do what do you do you know when you're actually working and I'm mm. like um I've all, I was always like in entertainment or front of house but I kind of just like wearing my cool outfits and having a good time <laughs> mm. I, thought, I thought as well for today's for today's episode I thought right I'm gonna have to wear something really quirky and so I pulled, open, yeah, I pulled open my drawers and I was like, oh, I don't have anything. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> you haven't put ladybirds on your jumper. I'm off. If you don't sew pom-poms on, I'm out of here. Imagine. Oh, but, 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 like, but you're you and you're gorgeous. Oh, I know. But I do need to be more Sarah. I really do. Because you there are, there, there is... You. Like I'll say to my partner, he'll be like, oh, I think I should wear this today. And I just say, and I'll say to him, and it's almost like I'm talking to myself as well. I'll just say, well, why not? Yeah, why just not? Wear, exactly. wear them. Right, so yeah, here, come, here come the questions. Okay, so. Well, you've actually covered that, haven't you? How did vintage and secondhand kind of start for you? It kind of started from your own way of dressing and 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 I think that that I think there's so much power in that Sarah I really do I think yeah, it's so weird because it's really far back for me you know like really far back like primary school that's how far back like wow I was horrendously bullied in primary school oh, no. and the thing is I know I know the trauma but I'm all right I'm all right but you know but I feel like it shapes you as a person yeah. it really does mm. and in relationships and in friendships but I don't understand why it didn't change me like as in why I didn't think do you know what I'm going to conform because this mm. is too this is too painful I'm going to conform but I, I feel like something in me must be quite strong and I don't actually know why but something deep down has always been a bit defiant and a bit of a rebel and I always thought I don't I don't care like I I, I remember I mean uh, my mum's favorite story how I was beaten up for a pair of shoes like but you know it was like you know the 90s obviously being being beaten up is never a good thing but it was a very different time but the boys were like sort of like sort of kind of not pummeling me a little bit like about because I was wearing cheap shoes because we had no money and I bought the cheap of everything and they were kind of quirky and my mum said you don't have to wear them tomorrow like you don't have to wear them we moved to like we moved out of London into a fancier area and my mum said to me 
I don't care if it costs a bit more. We can get you some shoes that are like everyone else. <laughs> favorite. This is like oh, a favorite story. And I went, no, I'm wearing them tomorrow. And she was like, but you've had such a horrible day. And I was like, I am wearing the shoes tomorrow. Oh. And, um, but I don't know what that says. I, I guess I was just always like, this is who I am. And I'm not changing. That, to have that as a child, that's what you want instilled in your children anyway, yeah. isn't it? And I hope that's what Betty gets from me as well, because she's got the, uh, you know, no, no Fs given vibes. <laughs> wow, that's that's amazing. Okay, oh, so who would you say that your main influences are behind your style? Oh, I love them. Because, you know, when everyone says that, I'm like, oh, it's got to be Bowie, it's got to yeah. be Blondie. But I, I actually do love all the glam rockers, but I love the 80s. But I just love London. Like if I get off the tube or if, if I get on the tube and you look around, everyone, well, not everyone, that's not true, but most people have such a good sense of identity. And I take little bits, like I was looking out the window this morning and a girl walked past and she was wearing like a really long anorak with a hoodie. And I was like, that looks so good. Like I just pick it up from everywhere. And I don't really look like at famous people. I look at people at like streetwear, you know, street style mm -hmm. blogs, like they were a big thing. And, um, I used to love it. I used to get stopped and they'd be like, can I take a photo for London Light and London Life? And you oh, know, I like that. that. I know. The one day I was wearing bloody Primark, it was probably before I completely cut out um, fast fashion. So it was probably like 2004, 2005. And yeah, but, but that's what I love. Like I love street style. I love just looking at people, different people and they're like quirky little ways. And you see an old lady and I'm like, you, yesterday I stopped the most handsome gentleman who was like in his maybe seventies and he was wearing a full dapper suit. And I was like, you look incredible. That's when I first met Joseph. He was always in suits and like amazing, uh, like uh, trilby hats, and he had that's what this guy was doing. Know, his dad was his influence because his dad would always be dressed really smart. Said no matter where he was going, apart from if he was going to the allotments, he'd be yeah. dressed like that. So to I Joseph, that. that's like that he just loves that and that that kind of gives him so much joy and so he's got so many suits and shirts that's like the epitome yeah yeah style yeah. isn't it yeah but to have somebody like like your father to look up to in terms of like style and I think wow that's so lovely I think yeah I think it's kind of like passed down a bit like like my mum and grandma and um great-grandparents like all in the rag trade you know it was a very much like um it's like a Jewish thing like people come here and then they set up their they didn't come with anything and then set up their own businesses from scratch and you know it was all like the markets and the shops and um my dad's dad had a factory and you know selling Bieber like everything you know and they've all it's, it's just such a long history and mm. I think I think it does it does infiltrate doesn't it like this probably yeah. saying with Joseph it's kind of passed down that love of style yeah and, and even my dad now absolutely loves fashion which is like so bizarre because mm. you know he doesn't dress like in that way but he's yeah he's very he's very like oh I've seen this style what do you think of this what do you think of that and he'll like mm. show me things you know it's just in the it's in the blood we just love it and now obviously Betty just models herself on you doesn't she I don't even know that she does I mean I, yeah. I'd love to think she does because she's a gajillion times cooler than I've ever been like she just she'll come down she'll be wearing a tie and I'll just be like wow <laughs> Yeah, she stuck on these fake nails like claws and was wearing a Simpson tie. I was like, is this what you want to go with? And she was like, I'm ready. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. Good for you. Wow. She, well, she, she has some troubles. Yeah, yeah. She gets um, people say stuff, but she doesn't care. <laughs> so, well, then she is. She's, she's you, isn't she? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think probably she is.
Okay. Um, you are an inspiration to many with your I don't care what others think attitude. Is this something you've kind of had to work on, do you think? Or do you think, like you say, you know, this kind of style and the way of, of, of living and dressing has been passed down. Do you think it's just something that was just you were kind of born with in a way? Me. I mean, what I've had to work on is ignoring people that don't like it. You know, like people are funny, like just through the years, people try and water you down, say you're like a diluted version or people say things. And even like now it's so much better, but you know, growing up and, and, and boyfriends and people at college and people, um, it it's kind of, it's, I feel like it's either who you are and it, and it makes you stronger and you carry on or you just give up and you just think I'm going to try and blend in a little bit. Yeah. But I do think, I do think it's just who I am. But also there was turning points when I was like depressed in my twenties or had bad relationships or had toxic friends, like lots of toxic friendships when, you know, I could have tried to go a little bit under the radar and, and, but I, I, I just never have, like, you, I think you're right. I think it's just, it's in me and I can't do anything about it but I'm stronger now and now I have all these I had a therapy I've had therapy and I'm you know on anti-anxiety and all that stuff but I cope much better now with criticism and I just think oh I'm sorry something mustn't be making you feel insecure like I turn yeah. around if someone ignores me even if someone unfollows me like I'll post something and 10 people unfollow me like every day and you know how ridiculous it is mm. um Instagram and then I'm always like oh I'm so sad for you you won't get to see my outfits like I don't know where this confidence comes from I feel like I'm, it's take or mum will ignore me on the street and I'll be like oh she must be having a bad day not oh she doesn't like like the old me would be like wow oh, like yeah oh. I try and turn it all into a positive genuinely because um otherwise I'd be miserable and I was miserable for a lot of my life oh Sarah I love that I yeah, that I that is exactly what I need because I am I am that person that will go take it on why don't they like me what have I done and then I'll sit there and I'll have to like go through like my mental you know yeah tiny little brain that's struggling up there already and kind of go you know what could we have possibly have done to upset set this person and yeah and then that's it I'm like not I'm you. in the rabbit hole but that's just such a it's good not you. how could you how could you upset anyone you're delicious and I feel like that and I feel like the same thing I just feel like my intentions are pure I don't yeah. have I don't feel like I have bad intentions Ever. sometimes maybe towards Jasmine's getting on my nerves but I don't feel like I have a bad thought about people so if you've got a problem with me then I'm sad for you because it's yeah. you yeah and, and also like I just say to my friends I'm like well you know maybe they're intimidated by me and they laugh and they're like oh, but I'm not arrogant I'm just very good I'm, I turn it round because I, I wasted years on these people years oh. getting upset by crap gosh do amazing it. I'm here for you I will tell you anytime god that's so good that is that's like a life-changing nugget you're gonna take mm. yeah take yeah Absolutely. you must you must I always try to think of um an Anthony Hopkins quote that says it's it's none of your business what anybody thinks of you anyway my favorite yes exactly yeah. exactly and those that matter I like that Dr Zeus those that mind don't matter and those that matter don't mind you um, know? yeah 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 How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself how like we see you? Or do you find no. it difficult? That's such a nice question because I don't know how you like I kind of know how you see me, but I, I don't I don't think I 
do see myself how people like because there is still that slight self-doubt imposter syndrome I work against it every single day um how do I see myself I hope I see myself as someone do you know what my main thing is I just want people to feel good around me like I feel like when you spend time with people that make you feel good you just feel better like you just I don't want to be that person that's like you know and I hope it you know it's either it's naturally who you are or who you aren't but I hope that people see me as someone who lifts them and makes them feel light you know because life is heavy things are heavy things are so heavy and I get really sad I'm a real empath and I think you are too and like you take on the whole world mm, yeah and I don't want to put out more of that there's enough of that like I just want you to look at me and think oh she looks fun <laughs> or she's having yes. fun or you know yeah you know, like, oh I'd love to I'd love to go for a drink with her I'd love to have That's a coffee with her because we'd have a laugh and yeah. we'd talk clothes but also mm-hmm. we could talk high low mm-hmm. high brow mm-hmm. low brow and um you know I don't but I don't know how people see me because I feel like sometimes I'm like I wonder what they think of me on the school playground and then I think oh yeah I just remembered I, I don't care <laughs> <laughs> next question tell me about your top three favorite items in your wardrobe it's hard what do you think what do you think you see me in like the funniest thing is I don't I always say my Harley jacket because I would never sell that never part with that I'll give that to Becky one day you know the Harley Davidson patchwork little short biker jacket because I just think it's so original I've never seen anyone else in it I absolutely love that but it's funny because I'm very fickle like if someone's like oh it just loves it because I always wore my basque and then a particular girl just kept messaging me going I love that basque I just love it and I was like, oh, I was trying to find her one. And she's like, oh, and then I just sent her the back. And it was like, I was, and I and I even done a reel how I'll never part with this. And, you know, just I tend to just like give like giving something away because I'm like, well, it's just clothes. Like I feel good in it, but I'm pretty sure I feel good in something else. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not like super attached. I, I mean, except for the Harley jacket, you, you know, you'll have to claw that out of my mm. dead hands. <laughs> I remember that time um, and that reel where you put those pajamas on with the fluffy feathers. Yeah, I love those. Love those. You still got those. Still got those. They're not going anywhere. I love those. Yeah. And I really like your multi-striped trousers, high-waisted, multi-striped. Love those. Never getting rid of those. Jen, you are so good. Yes, those jeans, 1980s jeans. I won't yeah. sell those, especially because they fit. You know how com- uncomfortable jeans mm. are? They fit really well. So, yeah, I definitely, I love and, those. I've got those your, on Instagram. And you can't sell your, you know, your, <laughs> your mohair one that you sewed all your pom-poms onto. Can't sell that because that's just a lot of um, sentimental value. Yeah. Because that's from yeah. when I was 18. So, yeah, no, I can't sell that. So, if you had all the money in the world, um, do you think you would shop or dress differently? And if yes or no, why? I love love your questions they're so good um I love this because no I wouldn't and and actually I've had times where um Jez has said to me like I'll buy you a pair of shoes like I'll buy you something new like do you want me to like I'll take you you pick the trainers and I'm like no I just also I still feel guilt because you know there's that ridiculous mum guilt of like buying anything for yourself or anything new but anything new but I was thinking about this and I was thinking gosh if it was not a worry I wonder if I would and I don't think I would because I don't I don't want to have what everyone else is I don't want to go into a shop where there's like the same thing I mean that to me is like insanity that there's the same thing on the rack but there's like hundreds of the same and Zara like how is that exciting way to shop it's not exciting it's not there's no endorphins for me to go shopping somewhere which I can just be like picking it out I, you know I need the thrill I need the thrill, mm. but I probably would buy like a 1970s band t-shirt original for like 200 pounds you know what I mean like something like that, that was yes like, yes I'd get myself like a real rebel rags piece of like amazingness and be like okay you know but I no I, I don't think I wouldn't change I wouldn't change I'm like this is who I am and I'm it's like 
in me and my core. What does Rebel Rags mean to you and why? I love, I love your questions, Jen. So because <laughs> um, I was thinking about it and I was like, what does it mean to me? And then I was like, it means everything. Because if it went tomorrow, I'd be lost. Like, I love the people in my phone. Like, you're all like, especially people like you who I've had this like genuine connection with and who I really feel like are good people who get it. You know, like I've got lovely people in my life. I'm very lucky, but I do feel like this little community, it's not just me flogging clothes to people. Like yeah. I want you to feel your most amazing. I want you to feel like, actually I can feel like super cool if I put on this t-shirt with this jacket. Like to me, it's not just clothes and it's not just flogging them. And I want to be affordable because to me that's, I need to, I need affordability. Like I can't charge over the odds for stuff because um, I wouldn't be able to pay that for stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's such, it's, a, it's like, it feels like I hope it's a service, but also like a friendship. Like I want people to feel like they're part of, part of something lovely. I want you to come because you want to be lifted. You know, I want you to feel like, oh, you know, she's my mate. This is fun. Oh yeah. And you get that from you. So, and your lives oh, are just <laughs> so great. And you, you'll say hello to everybody and you're so chirpy and cheery and you, and I feel like you've got a really good memory as well. Sometimes I feel like you don't write down. Sometimes I feel like you don't write down somebody who's claimed something. I'm like, how is she going to remember that? Jen, I love you for noticing that. It's my only talent. I used to be so good at guessing I'd win every time because I knew the board. When I pack the packages, I don't look at my notebook. I just remember who bought what, which is probably a bit dangerous. That's amazing. Oh, I like this question. I'm going to go straight to this one. In years to come, when you and your husband have retired and your children have grown, what will be the thing you think you'll feel most proud of with what you have achieved in your secondhand community? And would you change anything? I do love that. Um, I really hope, oh gosh, it's really hard to know. I really hope people will have taken the message of secondhand and of not buying new and of feeling like, it's okay and it's also you can also dress really I hope really cool you know feel like you can put cool outfits together I just hope that it's really that is a really tricky one because I don't know what I could achieve that would make me be able to ever retire I'm like am I ever <laughs> going to be able to retire <laughs> I'm like will that time ever come I'll be doing lives at 90 going guys I've got an amazing dress to see you at 90 fucking clothes is just <laughs> please no please no oh that would be the most incredible thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I think I think I would like to have thought maybe I've come on since then. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's so weird, isn't it? Because I don't know where this will take me because I didn't yeah. know how I'd get here. Do you not yeah. feel the same? Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Because I didn't plan. I didn't plan to, like, do this. Like, it no. just happened. Yeah, me too. And it, this wouldn't have happened for me as well, which, I, which I'm really thankful for if there wasn't a lockdown. This would exactly not be the same. Never. Exactly. I'd just be in a rat race somewhere, sweating my, you know what, off. Exactly. And then thinking in the back of my mind, I wish I was doing something different. I wish I was doing something that would, you know, change people's perceptions. I wish I was doing something that was meant more, that was more important. Fulfilling. Yes. And I get yeah. to meet, I got to meet you and get be part of this wonderful got... community. It's just like, whoa. It's amazing. And actually, yeah. I was tucking Betty in and the other night and I'd done the live or I'd, no, I can't have done, maybe she'd still up at 10 o'clock. I was tucking her in and she was like, Mummy, you are so lucky because you are really happy doing what you do. And she's like, People are depressed, Mummy, and you are really lucky. And I was like, 
Mm. She obviously sees the buzz I get from the live or from, yeah. you know, selling vintage, which is weird because I'm always like, okay, now I've got, you know, same as you, now I've got to find time to do the packages. And, yeah. and, and I was like, you know what, you're right. I probably would have just gone through the motions and this is harder in many ways isn't it like to try and motivate yourself and make yes. your own money oh and yeah start a small business like there's days when I'm just like oh, I just won't bother but then mm. people need to eat you know it's just like yeah. but um people don't consider it real work and stuff mm. like that but 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 I'm happy and I and I'm I wouldn't have been happy I don't think like no. I, I loved my old job but I couldn't have done those hours and I couldn't no. have gone to town every day no. so we are very lucky and we've yeah. all got each other and it's such a strong bond it is it's unique I think totally okay last question go uh what are your top tips for shopping vintage it's funny because I always want to say like look for labels do this but I would say just pick what you like Mm. (laughs) yeah don't worry don't worry about or what label, what years it's on. Like I have done, like years ago, I did like a post on like, look out for this label and this is 1980s and I know all the different brands and I just, because I am obsessed. But I would say if you're buying it to wear it, just go for what you like. Like maybe start a vintage shop so it's not so overwhelming. Like a charity shop, I think you have to be kind of so into it that you know that's vintage. Like you get like, you become like you hone in and you get, grab it straight away. Like it takes me like two minutes now, but I feel still love the thrill but I feel like if you're buying vintage for the first time go for something you want to wear like just go for something that's enjoyable and fun you know like I love my vintage sheets but if you go somewhere and buy like a standout statement piece and then you incorporate it into your everyday wear you're still a, you're still a million bucks like you'll feel so much better like I don't know what it is about wearing vintage it just feels really good oh I love you I love you too I wanted to interview Sarah because I love her passion for vintage and secondhand. I love that she wears what she wants regardless of the judgments, the bullies and the people that would prefer her to conform. Some people find differences difficult, so instead of accepting them, they pick on them. But Sarah knows that that's their problem and not hers. And even though her story is based around not having much money when she was younger, so second-hand or cheap was the only option, it's heartwarming to know that vintage and pre-loved is still her go-to, regardless. So thank you, Sarah, for sharing your story with us and for being brave and courageous and standing for who you are and what you love. If you don't know Sarah and you'd like to see what she gets up to or you'd like to join in on one of her lives and purchase some fantastic vintage then you can find her over on instagram at rebel rags vintage and that just leaves me to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast i'm so thrilled you could be here if you enjoyed it please do leave a review and share and let everybody know um, because that just means the world and it makes all the difference so thank you in advance for that i hope that you'll join me again on the next episode until then lots of love Mwah.